Oh, what Ninja Turtle was your favorite? Oh, shoot. Was Michelangelo the red? Um, or was that Donatello? Oh, man. I'm getting mixed up with the names now. <laughs> you asked me that as if you're the Ninja Turtle mine, expert. Mine was a purple one. Donatello. Donatello. So we had Donatello. Michelangelo was blue, I think. Was he blue? Okay. Raphael might have been oh, red. red. Wait, yeah. no. Donatello might have been orange. Who was orange then? Raphael, Donatello, Michelangelo. Smash could probably just was Splinter the rat <laughs> that trained him. Dude, the rat looks so. Yeah, I think Splinter was the rat. <laughs> yeah. Shredder was the bad guy. Yeah, Shredder was the yeah, bad guy. Dude, and Vanilla Ice was in the movie. Yeah. Dude, like, go Ninja, go Ninja, go. That was yeah. sweet. I think he was in two of the movies. I think he was in the first one and then he came back really? for the second. Maybe. I might be remembering that wrong. I'm. I'm too lazy to look it up right now. Yeah, because we, we have uh, more important things to do today. Yeah, we do. So, what what are we talking about today? Let's talk about chutzpah. Because chutzpah. I think chutzpah is one of those uh, legendary stories that just permeates throughout our high school history. And what is chutzpah? Well, it's a word for one thing. A word that means... Yeah. Uh, to have balls. <laughs> courage it's a it's a, a yiddish word oh yes yeah how did you guys come up with so chutzpah is a band uh our high school our high school class band that's what yeah. it started out i would say yeah that later turned into other things mm-hmm. um they launched you, a semi-professional guitarist that's true yeah that's true um how did you guys come up with the name chutzpah that that was a creation of the earliest band members uh-huh. because we needed a name. Rosie and Luann had approached me about putting together a class band okay. to perform at Junior Banquet. Uh-huh. And I guess it was this thing, the class ahead of us performed at their Junior Banquet. And so as sophomores, Rosie and Luann approached me and said, hey, we should put together a band from our class that can play at Banquet next year. Okay. And if you remember the band ahead of us. Yes, Borderline. Borderline was that band. Yeah, they were borderline not good. Well, it were borderline good, but depending good. on how you Maybe look at it. That's where they came. They, yeah, they if you're glass half full or half empty. No, I'm just kidding. They had great talents. Yeah, they did. Mostly of those ta- talents going to Aost. Yeah, yeah, but Carhan was a was a good bass. He could slap the bass. <laughs> that Carhan on bass. Yeah. And I think Mark Risser played guitar. Okay. And then we had one more. Chris Rutt. Was he on drums then probably? I bet he was. With yeah, Ayo singing. Andy had the pipes. Chris Shutt may, may, might have been on backup vocals on he the drums. Have. He was a varsity singer. Yeah. So, we'd have to look at that. But again, that's something that they didn't really play a whole lot right. as a band. And that's not... This isn't about their story. Well, thank you. Thank this you. This is about a much here. better story. <laughs> the chutzpah story. <laughs> Right. So, um, that's where when we realized that we had to play at Junior Senior Banquet, we knew we needed a name. Okay. And so, that came from the original, once we had the original people in place, that was one of the first things we talked about. What is our name? Like, right along with what songs are we going to play at this first show? Yeah. 
And junior senior banquet was typically in the spring, like late March, early April or something like this, I think. Okay. Oh, more more like late April, I bet. Because it was kind of warm during banquet times. Right. Yeah. So, we had like maybe four or five months once we put the band together to get our songs in place and, okay. and choose a name. Yeah, and that's are. really a long time. Did you guys come up with any other names prior like that were in the mix, like Rat Dog and the Crew or? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing like that. Um, we, we truly didn't have anything in the works, but uh, it was ironically enough, Sam Blau. Yes. A, a guy who, who we, we have, uh, you know, just a short time with their, our sophomore yeah. year. He wasn't, he wasn't around very long. Nope. But as soon as I found out that he played guitar, I asked him to join our band. And so. Yep. The rocker that he was. Yes. And he, him being from Hartville, having some other life experiences, he had some good ideas, some fresh perspectives oh. that really made our creativity pop. Which most of those he probably got from his cousin, Brooke Blau. I think most of those creativity ideas came think. from her. I, w- I bet so. Yeah. I bet so. I bet she had like an offline Pinterest before there was Pinterest <laughs> and he was probably in there looking at it. Yeah. But uh, so he he goes, hey guys, you know, we could we could be called chutzpah. That's, that's like Yiddish for, for having balls and being courageous and stuff. Wow. And I think it's actually pronounced... Chutzpah. There's yeah, supposed to be a C in front of that H. Okay. But Sam you didn't get tell some us throat in that. Yeah. Yeah. And but Sam didn't portray any of that to us. No, it's he's too cool for that. Yeah, he he's too cool <laughs> to spend time to get it right. <laughs> and so we we just for better or worse, we just started just saying chutzpah. Ah. And and not worrying about that chutzpah yeah. back in the throat with it. And uh and so that's where the name came from. Um Wow. But, uh, and, and those original members were in Brett the, Davis from and Oregon. the band started from Rosie in the Lands idea. Yeah. So, that's very cool. So, yeah. the original members were? Brett Davis from Orville. Okay. Then we had Sam Blau, Matt Hignite. Too fitty. Lee Martin. Lee, yes. Myself and Bryce Schleibel. And Bryce, yeah. So, we had some real characters in wow. there. Wow. But, but, uh, so we formed, we formed this band our, you know, when, when our junior year started, cause I was, I was talking to Rosie and Lu- Luann at the end of our sophomore years of like, okay, yeah, let's get this all okay. formed up. And Brett Davis was from Oroville. You said, was he a grade below us? Yeah, he actually was. Okay. He was. And how'd you know him? Uh, or did someone else know him? Brett Davis transferred in from Orville. He wasn't okay. still going to Orville at that time, but he yes, yes. He That's his, right. his details. He wasn't too open with what brought him to to Central. I see. Yeah, yeah. And he and Sam Blau actually left very quickly uh, from the schools, and they. But Brett Davis specifically, he he abruptly quit quit Hutzpah. I think something happened. He could no longer be our drummer. Okay. And what that was okay because Matt Hignite did not tell us that he grew up in a drumming family and he grew up with the drum set and he sat on it and he's a natural. It doesn't sound like too fatty not divulging details like yeah, that. Yeah, he's usually a great yeah, communicator, he, yeah, proactively should, telling us things. Yeah, of course. More than what we want to know. <laughs> Can't get the guy to shut up. Nope. And so, yeah, it was one of those things where Matt sat down and he just jumped on the drums and so we didn't just replace started. Brett. Wow. We didn't replace Brett. Okay. Um, and so going into 
going into our junior year, we had a lot of time to practice All because right. we had the, the band formed by, I don't know, mid-September. We you were practicing right these yep. songs. And so by the time junior, senior banquet came around in the spring, we were really well practiced. And but the group had changed a little bit. We had also added uh, Nick Meyer, oh, who you might remember. Yeah, um, <laughs> he, uh, uh, know him well. A storied soccer player. Yes, a, a a really good singer in his own right. He was a varsity singer, but also a musician. He could play guitar. Okay, and so he had joined our group he as joined, well. So yeah. I guess we kind of replaced Brett by bringing in Nick. Yeah, um, but we didn't replace Just Brett did some in terms of, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So we had a we had a fun time playing that junior senior banquet. That was two thousand three. We uh And who was on the what was Bryce doing? This is my favorite part. Bryce Slaywall oh, yeah. was running lead vocals. Yes. Doing he, the pipes. He was the singer. I was usually playing bass. Yep. Nick Meyer and Lee Martin were usually playing guitars. Playing guitar. And, and I then, got too and fatty on Matt, the sticks. Maddie too fatty on the sticks. Always yep. on the sticks, yep. Yep. Okay. Wow. Yeah, but that actually led to Bryce's dismissal from the band okay. of him only being the lead singer because we, we had a good time at Junior Senior Banquet. We played yeah. at Wayne Lane's. It was a fun oh, time. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And what songs did you play there? You, you had some classics. Yeah, we, we did have some classics. One of the favorite was Closing Time. Everyone <laughs> yeah. could sing along to that. Closing Time. Yep. Yep, we played the sweater song by Weezer. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we played some of these these uh, really popular songs wow. at the time, but we that also took some time to get those together because that's not something just easy to just throw together and everyone getting on beat. It's that's true, but we did benefit but from having all that practice, almost two semesters to practice. Yeah, and that's and that's why we came off as being so so good at that after party but i don't know that we quite were because that's what led to then there was an end of school in school party mm -hmm. where borderline the band was going to open for us and then chutzpah was going to play like a full set of songs and it was going to be an in school party at the end of the day yeah well we we wanted to play other songs than what we had just played uh, like six weeks prior at the banquet and so we had mixed we had kind of mixed it up and we tried to learn new songs and most of us had and we tried to learn take on me by duran duran okay take on me take on me oh and so bryce really got he, yeah that's a high yeah and he kind of had that squealing register he yeah. wanted to sing up top like that he wanted to always be like right. oh yeah 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 well, you know i remember at the Real quick, before, like, at the junior-senior banquet at the bowling alley at Wayne Lane's, like, everyone was just amazed by that Bryce was singing anyways because Bryce was very shy, didn't talk, like, a lot to other people, like, just, you know, quiet dude. And then he's just, like, belting out these songs. And I remember Travis especially being, like, <laughs> oh, my goodness, this is Bryce? Bryce is singing? Like, just right. astonished. And we all were just like, what? This is, this is crazy that he's singing. I think most of us were, I mean, he was good, but most of us were impressed that he was just doing it. Like, he had the chutzpah to do yeah, it. Yeah, that he, yes. And he was living out that name. But it right. sounds like things went sour. 
Well, yeah, he just didn't have enough time to commit the new lyrics to memory. Yeah. And that put a sour taste in our mouth as uh-huh. bandmates that, you know, we didn't need any of the music. We had committed it to memory. Right. and And we felt that since he had one job, that he could commit it to memory because it just <laughs> looks weird when you're trying to be a really cool band and your lead singer, Bono, has a music stand with lyrics on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where we were at this second show. And it got worse because it, it like I get it if you have it there and you perform well. But once we got to take on me, that song can get really fast if you're not disciplined. Yeah. And you can get out of control oh, yeah. with it. It's just it's all energy the whole time. Yeah. Right. And it's one that everybody knows, so the crowd's gonna try to sing along, and oh, that makes I mean, it even like harder. A delay and, oh, yeah, yeah, and it's it's just this whole thing, mm-hmm. and and we for whatever reason we just could not hit the lyrics, and there was one point where I like we couldn't hear on stage. We didn't have monitors or anything. We were just trying to hear from a big speaker oh, wow. that was blasting behind. So you didn't have any feedback? Not not, not much. Really, yeah, and I couldn't hear Bryce. But I could tell that he was singing. But at one point, I I always stayed with the band of what musically we were playing. He wasn't always <laughs> staying with the music. And at one point, I was doing the take on me's opposite of him trying to sing the verses. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got to get out of this. I got to stop singing. It was it was embarrassing on that song. Yeah. Um, but, it, but I, d- I will say that that was one time where we played an original that we wrote, Jeremy Richard Kane. Yes. Technically it was the second time the school, the classes had heard it because we played it at the after party right. of junior banquet. And that's when Kyle Emick went and got you a chair. Oh yeah. And everybody lifted you up first, right? Yeah. And put me up on stage and I just had to sit there in a chair while you guys... Saying that song song about you. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's awkward just sitting there like in front of the whole school. The whole school's in the bleachers. Well, it was just, um, it was the whole high school, right? It It was was the whole high school. uh, Yeah. Yeah. And so, but then that song is so funny because uh, there's a lyric in there about, you know it better. Well, I've almost forgotten it. But it's something about, now, something about he went out with Shauna and now he's after Sonia. Yeah. And then one, I think it's you, you would always say Gerber at the end. Yeah. And then I'd shout out Gerber. Yeah. yeah. And I think you guys like pointed to her or something or did something crazy. Yeah. 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 That, so sounds... that, was, that was embarrassing at the time. Oh, I'm but sure. It was awesome. I'm sure. Cause you were sitting there on stage in that chair and yeah. I don't know that I remember the full lyrics, but I know the song started out with. Yeah. I think Emmett and Justin Newsbaum put me up there. That sounds about but right. Yeah, the full lyrics you were saying. Yeah, something it, it like starts Jeremy. out with, there is a man that we all know. He yes. wears a leopard print, a leopard print Speedo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the, the chorus was just Jeremy Richard, Richard, Richard King. King. Jeremy, Jeremy Richard, Richard, Richard King. King. Yeah. And so the funny thing about that song is that uh, Chanel Miller's mom w- was working in the cafeteria throughout high school right cafeteria yeah and so um she would be i I think she just was watching this performance with the other 
lunch lady. So you sure. got Jan Eshelman, Matt Eshelman's sure. mom up there too. I think they're all just kind of watching along with some yeah. teachers. It's and not so, every day that there's music being played without <laughs> Tim Shue yeah, being they probably involved. heard it like, like yeah. what is this? And um, so even to this day, I, whenever I'd go get my teeth done, um, she works at the place and as receptionist. She'd always say Jeremy Richard Kane because of that song. She still remembers it to this day. Yeah. And she she, yeah. she always brings up, she's like, oh, I always remember that song. I'm like, yep, yep, yeah, yeah. that's right. Good so thing we really, didn't put your social in the chorus or oh, else she could have stolen your identity. <laughs> so it made me semi-famous in the Kidron area. Right. Take that. Right. But Bryce saying that one well, I think that was more like everybody was seeing it in that one. Yeah, they're they're in Jim like, One. You mean? I'm, yeah, the Jerry Richard Kane song. I yeah, think that's more yeah, like he, the whole band. kind of scenes in with that one, right? Yeah, he definitely knew it well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just a th- a, th- a thing where those of us in the band wanted to kind of continue practicing and make this a thing that we would do. And because I had a really easy fall schedule with just golf and everybody else was wide open for the fall too. So, we wanted to keep practicing that summer and fall. But then it was at the end of that summer that Nick Meyer came to me and I'll never forget this. I love this. Okay. Uh, He came to me and he's like, Luke, I got to quit the band. And I said, oh, "Oh, Nick. (laughs) Like, oh no, what, buddy, what, like, what, what is the reason? Uh Uh-huh. And he said, the three S's, soccer, school in sylvia <laughs> oh no he got out. He, he he had it boiled down to the three s's and wow. i did i respected the fact that it just showed that he probably thought about that conversation for a while yeah ahead of us actually having it he wow. planned out that is a lot to handle for him yeah that was like a bill detweiler yeah. sermon with the three points the three s's <laughs> so I said, I was like, oh, absolutely. But um, yeah, he doesn't, I don't think he's in a band today because of the three S's, yeah, but his S's have so. changed. I think now it's uh, soccer, sex, and Sylvia. <laughs> I think he's dropped the school in quite a bit. Uh, probably so. Probably so. Oh, that's great. So did you end up replacing Nick with anyone then? You, I know you did. <clears throat> that's a good question. Yeah, we brought Marcus Rogers in. That's right. Who was class below us. So, right. he was joining the... Right. Who we've said that that class below us lacked a lot. Yeah. It left a lot wanting. Yeah. If, We're looking if at people you, Josh honest, Pedro- Pedrozo. Yeah. Yeah. We could start naming names right at you. real quick. Yeah. Even Tyler Steiner at times kind of... Oh, don't get me started. Would pass the buck. Don't get me started. Yeah. Ty Stein. No, for sure, Ty Stein comes to mind. But... We so we kind of we kind of cherry picked Marcus because he was a good singer yeah. and he also was a really good instrument uh, instrumentalist. So he could play oh, a couple yeah. different things. So like the xylophone, like yeah, he could do that. Well, he's a Worcester Christian product, so so anything you did at Worcester Christian recorder, xylophone, even the bells. Oh yeah, the ringing of the bells. Oh yeah, the church bells, like at Christmas. They always bring them out at Christmas. Yeah, and like that's about it. So right, so incredibly difficult to play those bells that takes a lot of practice oh yeah it's there's always one kid that's like so delayed and it's just like anyway so um 
yeah, we replaced him with Marcus Rogers, and that's when we we truly started practicing a lot. Marcus was a golf guy as well, so our schedules aligned, so it oh, worked yeah. out pretty well for practicing. Because yeah. that's what it comes down to, and that's why Borderline didn't really play a whole lot because those guys had really busy schedule and yeah. different schedules. They had a lot of extracurriculars going on. And those names we listed off, that's an elite crew there. Like they don't, they got their looks. They got a yeah, looking sports. Yeah. To the borderline crew. Yeah. They have these the girls. All these reps to up man. The girls flaunting at them. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. So we've all we've all heard of this of the rumors of, see. about Andy Yost. I can yeah. I can see how how they didn't have time for that. Hence their name borderline. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But you know, Hutzpah, one of the things about it is that I, I think we played a farewell show someplace. That might have been even at like Living Water or someplace in Dalton. Okay. I forget the the particulars. But but you're you're so kind to ask questions about it because it was it was a fun thing to play different shows throughout that senior year because we we did stay practiced up pretty well. Yeah. But we didn't really have like a specific breakup apart from just graduating and most yeah. everyone going off to college. But what I remember, I remember the most about that breakup time was we had a chance to play over Christmas break our freshman year of college. And so we had been gone uh, from Central for about, what at that point, eight months? Okay. You know, seven months. Was this before the Heil Road you guys played at church one time, right? That yes, food that, w- that okay. was back in our senior year. Okay, that yeah, I night. remember that, going to that concert. That was after, um, that was like outside of school hours or, you know, it was like a nighttime thing. And Nate Holt and Uncle Fester yeah. was there and there's like a food drive or whatever. And at the time, like, I just brought a can of mushrooms, like a little skinny <laughs> can of mushrooms. And he's like, this is all you brought? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he thought, like, that was the funniest thing. He was just like, okay, you're in. Because that was the admission. You had to bring a can of, like, food to get in, I think, was the yeah. admission. Yeah. And so, I love that was that. a good concert. Yeah. Okay, but, yeah. yeah, so go ahead. The breakup story. Well, so so we wanted to get together and play over our, our the first Christmas break that was on the calendar. Okay. And, and so... Um, you know, we hadn't played since the end of summer. So really we hadn't pl- seen each other for three or four months. Marcus right. was still in high school. Lee went to Malone. Okay. I went to Texas Christian University. Um, you know, people just scattered. So it's Christmas break, my freshman year of college, and we start playing. And uh, well, before we start playing, Lee Lee Martin shares like, yeah, I'm thinking about dropping out of college. Okay. And I was like, oh, really? So soon, man? Like, give it a year maybe like see if it's for you you yeah. know just just stay in the fight and he's like oh well we'll see i don't know i'm just thinking about it I'm like, oh, okay cool and then so we start playing and the dude just starts shredding no way and i mean playing solos on our stuff that like we've never heard before <laughs> and just totally freestyling at times yeah um and then like suggesting songs that we play and many times just him leading the practice and it was no big deal if one of us messed up because Lee was so rock solid on all these all this stuff oh my goodness (laughs) what so in like eight months he got like really good (laughs) he got well like in three months three months yeah but we just hadn't really done anything okay we had practiced right before we left for college 
I see. I see. And, and, I got but you, we yeah. hadn't played any shows f- since like midsummer or anything like that. Yeah, technically, I hadn't heard him play for like three months, and he got more than double better than what he was. Wow. He more than doubled his proficiency in in guitar. And so halfway through, as we're waiting for the Papa John's pizza, because back then, if you had a college ID, you could get larges oh, for yeah. three bucks. Yeah, one toppings. Two six three Papa. Yep. Call him up. Yep. And so we took a Papa John's break because everybody brought three bucks. So everybody got a large. Yep. And uh, I said, Lee, how did you get so good at guitar, man? What what deal did you make? And he just like very Lee Martin, so matter of factly, you know, just quite yeah. dry, you know. He just like, oh, I practice six hours a day. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> and, I, and then I'm like, oh Lee, now I understand why you want to quit school, man. Yeah. When you're, when you're in love with someone for something for six hours a day, like, yeah, that's no what you want to do. And what I said before about it launching a semi-professional guitarist. That's probably harsh for me to say of Lee Martin. He probably technically is a professional guitarist. He is paid to be part of recordings, band sessions, worship bands down in Georgia. Um, He he is a highly sought after guitarist talent. No way. Yeah. So, I don't know what he's recorded recently. As recent as him being in his mid-20s, he was sitting in on some pretty sweet recordings. So, I'm guessing he dropped out of college? Yeah, he did. Yeah, but I think he might have gone back. I think he's gotten some. Yeah, since. Yeah, he's doing. He's not doing. Uh, he's doing some other stuff other than just music. He's got a crazy mustache too right now. It's like. Yeah. Or he did last yeah. time I saw him. Like huge, like yeah. awesome, old school looking. Yeah. Sweet. He was a cool kid. Yeah. Lee Lee was a really interesting dude. Um, maybe deserving of his own, his own recording. Yeah. Definitely. Because. He like you mentioned the the mustache. He's always been a unique guy, but also a very likable guy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's rare when someone can be themselves but also not be off putting. Yeah, and he does that so well because he he talked to me about these nerdy cartoon shows that him and Ryan Hostetler and like Alex Troy. Oh yeah, he hung out with all those they guys. would watch it. Joey. Yeah, yeah. And he taught like Invader Zim or something. Was that a show? Probably. It was probably on Adult Swim. Yeah, like that and stuff. you know, and and like I wasn't into it, but yeah, I meaning into- I didn't spend time watching it, but I was into his stories because he knew how to communicate so well. Like he could hold my my attention on something I wasn't really into, but the story was really good. Right. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, it does. It's kind of yeah. like me and baseball now, you know, if it's the playoffs, I'm into it. If the story's hot, I'm into it. But right. Oh, that's cool. That, w- that was, uh, that was that takeaway in terms of just like, oh, anything you do for six hours a day, you're going to become the best th- Dude, in the world. Become at, awesome at, you know? Yeah. Um, and that is kind of cool. He had an opportunity to do that. Not necessarily at the expense of something else that he committed to. That's not necessarily the best. However, <laughs> maybe that lesson has served him and yeah. paid him back over and over. Man. But he, w- he almost started with Matt Troyer, a company to create uh, pedals, like guitar oh, pedals yeah. where you make effects right. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. He was making his own... Th- See, he's always been into that stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. always been a gearhead in, in some degree, always working on a car. I was always working something. on electronics. Yeah. I remember um, him getting in the, I think that software was called Fruity Loops. 
I and, was like, just making music that. with that back in high school, yeah. like electronic type music and all sorts of stuff. Even like just very talented in that area. Oh yeah, yeah. So artistic, not autistic, artistic. Yes, I did say artist, artistic. Yeah, no, yeah. he is. He isn't isn't very artistic, dude. But uh, then you got the flip side with Marcus Rogers. Okay. So Lee surprised me in a good way. Um, fast forward another semester of college, I come back and we're thinking about getting the band to practice again. You know, nothing, again, we're not going to do any more shows, but it's fun just to get together and practice. Okay. It's fun just to jam out with your friends. It's yeah. like shooting hoops, you know? Right, exactly. It's a just fun thing chilling to do. Out and, right. And so everyone's getting together and everything and, and I'm like texting Marcus saying, you know, bring the bass because I had left a nice heart key which was a popular brand at the time, a heart key. Okay. Bass amp. Bass amp. I right. left that at home when I went off to school. All right. And specifically, I left it with the band so that, because it, it was known that Marcus had some buddies that he wanted to play some music with while we were gone. And since the band had the PA system with the microphones and the speakers, you need that to practice. And so it was just right to keep a lot of the amps with the PA system. Right. So they were yeah. practicing. Okay. And so when we came back again from our college breaks that summer to practice, and when I told Marcus to bring what gear I remember him having, you can imagine my surprise when he showed up, and I believe this was to Living Water Church in Dalton was where we were gonna we were gonna practice. That's where Lee went to church at the time. And and I said, Hey, uh, looks like we're missing some gear here. Where's that heart key amp, that bass amp? He goes, oh, I sold it. Oh. I said, oh. He said, yeah, I sold it. We don't, we'll have to run the bass through the PA system. And I said, fair enough. We'll, we'll run it through the PA okay. system. Okay. And, and here, while I was away, while the cat was away, Marcus sold your my bass amp. Amp. Hartke bass amp. Yeah, I had a 15-inch subwoofer. Wow. Yeah, it's probably like 300 watt. Without could, asking you. Yeah, I just wasn't straight consulted. up sold it. No, okay. No, I guess there's some rule in Ohio that if the owner of the item is out of state, you don't have to be a, a nice person <laughs> and, and notify him of the sale. Okay. But he made me pay the sales tax on it when I went to claim my taxes the next year. Well, how much did he get for it? I, I never asked him. And he never gave you anything? No. <laughs> That's no. interesting. He I'd just say showed, he, he just showed me where to plug the base into the PA system. <laughs> Well, that's a rat dog right there. If yeah. I've ever heard of a rat dog move, and so he probably owes you three fifty plus interest over fifteen years. Yeah, 16, it, it's it's adding up. It's getting up there. But that's just indicative of who that class was. Yeah, and that's what we've been saying this whole time. Yeah, you know, just but the hutzpah years. The hutzpah years. <laughs> <laughs>